This is Karen Hunter, and welcome to The Hub. wants to walk around with dingy stained teeth you know I drink a lot of tea and if you're like me you don't want anyone to know that and if you've never really whitened your teeth before you should try power swabs they're clinically proven to whiten an average of two shades in the first five minutes we're talking the first five minutes and the holidays around the corner you want the whitest brightest most sparkling teeth you could possibly have and power swabs will never leave your teeth or gums sore or sensitive like those other whitening treatments and it's totally safe and effective on all dental work so if you're not happy power swabs are backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee you need to try power swabs and you will not believe how much whiter your teeth will be in just five minutes I got a great deal for you. Go to powerswabs.com. Use my code Karen, 40% off, an additional $10 off, plus a free quick stick. Yep, that's right, 40% off, plus $10 off, plus a free quick stick, or you can call them, 800-668-1749. Use my code Karen, and that's powerswabs.com, code Karen, or 800-668-1749. My code is Karen. Go to powerswabs.com today. Byron Allen. Yes. All right. <laughs> Lori Favors, hey, hey. Afro State of Mind. You can follow her there because she's got she's great. It. She is oh, amazing. Thank you. thank you. Thank you. Um. So we were talking about Obama. Yeah, we were. <laughs> He's like, we let's were. go right we were. back we there. We were. So, so well, you were disappointed you, about the the pick. What else? Well, you know, I look. I you know a big supporter of Obama, and I uh, I remember you know as we were getting into that, uh, I wouldn't speak out against him until he got the second term. So I was strategic mm. about it. Okay, because I would, because I never, I didn't want to do anything to impede him getting his second term. But I sat back. But there were things I felt we needed and I wanted. And some buddies of mine were like, "Hey, you, we were having this forty thousand dollar couple dinner for him, and would you come and spend forty grand in one of these, you know, West LA big fundraisers?" I said, "You don't want me there." Mm. And they were like, "No, we want you there." I said, "No, no, no, no. I, I'm not happy. And if if I'm there, I'm going to. It's going to be uncomfortable." So if what, I'm, wait, it was wait, wait. a it was a fundraiser. Right, with, but but w- he said, if you want me to do something, you have to ask me. You got to make me do it. Make right? me do it. So, so, so why what not happened? make him do it? And that's exactly right. That was my position. But what happened was, I started to criticize him, and uh, black people got mad at me. Mm. Black people got real mad at me, and I said, look. You, we can't just celebrate having a beautiful black family in the White House. So, so if you go to the if you go to the government website, USA.gov. Unemployment. So what happened was, here's what here's what saved my black ass is what saved my black ass. I said black America would have been better off with a white president that lit black people up and black people were hunting for me. And the only thing that saved me was the Daily Mail. And the Daily Mail said they, they, they said, well, Byron Allen said that. But then he also said, check the numbers because I'm very numerical. Check the numbers. So the Daily Mail said, so we did check the, the, the numbers. And, the, you know, the UK, they were like, by golly, he was right. They, they looked it up. They said, for white America, under President Obama, unemployment went down. For black America, it went up. Mm-hmm. And homeownership hit a 25-year low. Homeownership for black America. So what I said to President Obama I said, hey, brother, I just need you to do two things. And we are one of these fundraisers. And I said, I need you to do two things. Number one, you just spent $700 billion to bail out the banks. Come on now. 
I need you to tell the banks you're going to audit them to see if they're lending money to black people, not minorities. Because what happens is white corporate America, the moment you say black, they say minority. And the reason they say minority, because minority is defined as white women, women white women, right. and the new minority, gay white men. So the mo yeah, so that's the new minority. So what you have to say is, I'm having a conversation about Negroes. So I need you to audit the banks to see if they're lending money to African Americans. Okay, I just want to point out something here. A lot of times people will hear something like that and say, well, President Obama couldn't do that just for black people. He was the president of all America. And what I really need people to know is <laughs> black people are a constituency group. Yes. We are not just his distant cousins That's right. who live and spread out from the Chicago and diaspora. That's we are a constituency group without which you don't get into office Period. There it if is. you are running for office at the presidential level and you don't have the black vote, you don't have a win. That's so it. we're not asking. And, and I remember this era when people if, if you criticize President Barack Obama, black people were coming for you. I know because I was one of them. Yeah. And I know I, even on Facebook, me and my comrades, we was just like, we're not even going to engage online with this type of discourse because the vitriolic backlash. Yeah. It was almost as if you were hurting my family members. That's right. And I wanted to respect black people because I recognize that there's a lot of tra uh, trauma there and we aren't necessarily as sophisticated as we need to be politically. It's not our fault. We were blocked out at, on pain of death and lynching for, for decades, if not hundreds of years during slavery. So I get it. But not being able to have that discourse based on metrics, not just how I feel about the beauty of Black Camelot and this wonderful dark-skinned sister and all of these beautiful daughters and, and, and the grandmother coming in, all of that is emotion, yes. It does not translate to metrics. It does not translate to shifting the needle. So when you point out what happened with the banks and the fact that the Home Recovery Act that should have gone to preserve Black homeowner wealth, which we lost over 50% of during the recession when you have programs that save the bank and the auto industry and you don't allow them to write down the mortgage, to write down the principal to where it's actually reflected and will make up for the fact that banks oh were giving racist loan products to black communities. Let's adjust that. Let's fix that. Wouldn't happen. When you talk about arguing on behalf of communities that were losing their wealth in ways that were measurable, the amount of people who benefited from programs like HAMP, like HARP, I know because I defended black people during foreclosure crises, when those numbers were minuscule in comparison to what should have been done, that was an issue that he had purview over, yeah. and that was not exercised in the way that was going to advance this black constituency group. And he could have done it. It was no big deal to say, I am the United States government, the Federal Reserve. You need to live by the laws. Those were laws already in place. Right. I, I'm, going, I'm just going to audit you. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying, if you audit them, you will see black people are not getting bank loans. Right. That's why unemployment's going up, because the largest employer of black people or people in America businesses small businesses yeah. and the home loans clearly gentrification is financed by not getting home loans that's right so if, if you say i'm going to audit you they will start digging up dead black people <laughs> and giving them <laughs> loans so tell them you're going to do that so i said if you do that i only need one other thing and i said listen the united states government has a one trillion dollar a t government worker pension fund mm. over a trillion dollars a lot of it funded by people of color not one penny managed by African Americans. Wow. So if you take what I believe should be about 15% of that, $150 billion, put it in the hands of African American money managers, that's invested in African American entrepreneurs. Now we're able to provide jobs mm -hmm. and build wealth, generational wealth right. in our communities. I just need two things from you, brother. And he, he just gave me the Heisman on that. And then that's when I went to this fundraiser and I said in front of everybody, I'm disappointed in you. Mm.
and everybody and, and you could hear mouse piss on cotton. Mm. And I'm and, and Judd Apatow came up to me afterwards, the film producer. He mm-hmm. said, "My God, you have the biggest balls on planet Earth." <laughs> I'll never forget that. He looked at me like he had that face, like you have the biggest balls ever. You, I can't believe you told the president of the United States, "I'm disappointing you." I said, Judd. He works, works for, for us. us. Right. He's temporary That's right. hired help. That's right. I can't have black people go backwards because we have the first black president. And okay. feel good about okay. it. Okay. Mm. So let's move forward. Okay. So, we have, we so, have a 2020. Did, so, so, so 2020, the one thing I want us to do is not have this leader that speaks for us mm. because that doesn't work for us. We are individuals and I want us to have a clear ask. That's what I said to Tom Rutledge at Charter. I said, I didn't sue you because of your merger. I sued you because I saw you in the newspaper with Al Sharpton. Mm -hmm. And what you said is you had signed an MOU, a memorandum of understanding for all black people with Al Sharpton. So I asked you, Tom, as a white man, who is the white man who speaks for all white people? And if that that person doesn't exist, why do you think there's a black man that speaks for me? And why do you think that black man is Al Sharpton? Nobody Mm. speaks for me. I don't speak for black people. We are individuals. And now, as individuals, we need to be clear on our ask. We got to get our education right. We got to get this financial system open up where we're getting access to capital. And we have to make sure these laws are in place that truly protect us. So let's break that down. No, ding, 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 ding. Byron <laughs> Allen's in the building, apparently. Oh, yes. yeah. Yes, We're he's here. Fun. He's arrived. Um, we should vote. Yes. Let's just be clear. Absolutely. I, just, I, I want some things on the table here, Byron Allen. 20 for 20. Go work with Stacey Abrams, who was running mm. for governor of Georgia, and make sure that we are our votes are counted. You know, look, I live in, in a nice neighborhood, right? I live around a lot of rich white people. These rich white people, they pull up five minutes, boom, in and out. If you, if my, if my neighborhood, if you spend 20, 30 minutes to vote, white people will actually have a riot, mm. okay? I can't believe the stories that I'm hearing. There needs to be better systems in place where we go in, we can vote, let alone we should have election day. So everybody right. can just have the day off because it's too important right. to try and squeeze it, it in. We it need again. to have election day. As a be- national as holiday. As a national holiday. That's it's right. too important to try and vote in, uh, at your lunch that's right. uh, on a break. This is On too, a three-hour line. On a three-hour line. Hour lunch. And that's how they design it. Oh, right. you, got a one, you got a half-hour lunch? Right. Let me make sure you got a five-hour line. Right. So that's and then two take. hours to drive there because we're going to close down all the voting uh, election near sites yeah. near you. So you have to drive two hours out of your way just to get yeah. to the election. So Stacey site. Abrams doing 20 that's for right. 20 where that's she's right. raising millions of dollars and she's structuring it so that our vote counts. That's so right. voting so is important. Has, you have to do vote. You have to just vote. Have People died it. for you to vote. In presidential and off your elections. You would need to vote on everything. Thank if they're you. voting on what kind of chicken to eat today, oh. vote on it. <laughs> Popeye's. Are you Popeye's, Popeye's chicken? No, no. That was a segue. Popeye's chicken, go. You need to vote. I don't care what it is. Like, everything. And you need and then have, you have the ability. Because guess what? Especially black America, nobody's getting in the White House without that's you. it. That's Nobody's it. getting But Not you happening. need to stand up and, and claim your power. Right. And you need to claim your power with an ask. And you need to be. Sh- uh, see, I go to these fundraisers and I like to always go there because I'm the guy. West L.A., I'm usually the only black person. I say, so what you going to do for black America? That's an important question. It kills question. me that you're the only guy. <laughs> oh, right. it hurts but, but, so but, bad. But, but by the way, but by the way. Everybody can do that. That's Everybody right. can, because you have social media. You just straight up unapologetically, unapologetically just say what you going to do for Black America. Well, right. let me tell you what you can do. You got to fix this education. Yeah. My kids 
have to have a real education so they can get into these colleges, okay, so they can get real jobs and be a part of the economic fiber of America. But see, what you're talking about is very antithetical to how black communities tend to engage with the political system. We tend to, and this is one of the things we're be talking about. Be the boss. Be the boss or be the, the pastor be who's going to divine the word from whomever you're going to divine it from and then give me what you're going to do for us. We need to flip that and do like other healthy orga- uh, communities do and say, we elected you into office because we know that you can accomplish these five things. Here are the five things on our list, three of which are non-negotiable. The other two will give or take. But here's what we need done. Here's how we think you can get it. Here are the uh, because that you're requires, nice. Five, but, uh, five things and none of them are non-negotiable, see, and you need to add five more. You're the billionaire, and I'm not. <laughs> so, so no, you, but you need to do it. I yes. mean, you are temp- you work for me, and right. let me tell you what you're going to be doing now. Or you won't be having this job beyond this time. I'm replacing there you. There you go. If I'm, I don't recall you, I, I'm going. Re- I'm serious. Replace you. My, my attitude is: if you're not taking care of our needs, and I will finance someone to replace you. Yes. I will take you out. So who do you like for 2020 so far? I'm not sure. I mean, I want to see, I want I want to let it play out. They have some work to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Anybody need, sounding like that? Yeah, you know, they, they have some work to do. Okay. Let's, let's see All who right. gets there. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, we have to see what happens. I mean, look, I think the wheels are coming off the bus on Trump. So let's see who, he, who he's run. I, I think it should be a woman mm. because I think Trump has a problem with women. He knows how to sweep guys off the stage because he's the ultimate alpha male dog. So he cuts through guys like a hot knife going through butter. He just knocks them down. But a woman really Mm. freaks him out. He just can't handle that. He doesn't know how to compute dealing with the woman because his style is to bully. And when he bullies a man, it's appreciated. When he bullies a woman, mm. it, do, it it comes off awkward. Depends on the yeah. woman, though. Yeah, no, but he, Hillary, he, they, he had a tough People one. didn't have a problem with him bullying No, him. no, no. He, Hillary, let's be, Karen, can we just be honest? We are being honest. Uh, okay, Karen, can we just be honest? We are being honest. You're not, you're not going to like what I'm about to say. Uh-uh. Okay, if you really want to win the White House back, okay, the best way I can say it, uh, you should get the person who actually won the race, okay, when you subtract put aside the fact she won the pop. You, you say run Hillary again? Listen to me. Just hit this for 30 seconds. God. She won the popular vote by three and a half million. If you subtract the Russian tampering and you subtract Comey, FBI, saying I'm going to open an investigation that was nothing, she wins. She could have survived the Russian tampering, but she couldn't survive Comey. Russia yeah. and Comey. Mm. She won. You know what you really want to know the truth? We have so much invested in her, over a billion dollars. She delivered an electoral college that basically was 42 short. And if she brings back her numbers and we go get the other 42, you're in. And at the end of the day, she won. And she, if she actually got the job, she'd be, she would be the best president. The best way I can describe it is I say to people, if LeBron James was on your basketball team and LeBron got 80 points and won the game, but they didn't put it on the scoreboard. They just didn't put his points up there. Would you put LeBron James on the bench or would you trade LeBron James or would you fix the scoreboard? Hmm. And I Whoa. say to okay. America, fix the scoreboard. <laughs> so good that sounds like a good slogan. Fix hmm. the, scoreboard the scoreboard and put fix her back in the, the game scoreboard. and put her back in the game because right. we need her electoral votes. She's only 42 short and, and Donald Trump's going to give you Arizona and New Mexico. He's handing those to you. And compare, uh, apparently Kentucky might, and be, Kentucky. might be on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, so the agenda, we talked off mic about yeah. the things that you think black people could, should ask for. And I love what you said about the banks. Yes. 
Is that can that still happen? Absolutely. Okay, and it should. The audit should still happen. Yes. That should be on the table. And we're auditing the banks to find out how they are investing in black communities. Are or you if, lending? Are you lending are money? And, and the question so alone, what is the percent? Yeah, mm. Are you lending money to black people? Because I need black people to get home loans. Because when you get home loans, you're going to be a part of the appreciation. So mm. now you can refinance that home and send your kid to college. You don't get President Barack Hussein Obama without Harvard in his biography. Mm. So you've got to get these kids into college. College has to be the number one priority, no ifs, ands, or buts. But a culturally competent college experience. Yes, because yes. we got Barack Obama and we got no fortified black agenda. And we didn't have one, we didn't ask one of him, and he was not willing to, he did not create one for us, and that gets back to our whole relationship. So sure. getting to college is one thing. Yeah. We have a lot of people who get to college, but we need them to be there competently, because mm. again, we don't just need black politicians, yeah. like the ones who didn't sign on to your amicus brief. Yeah. We need black politicians who know how to center black issues in a way that is going to advance us. So it's not just about you getting yeah. a job, it's you getting access to these resources so that you can then turn around and reinvest in the community so that we have a sustainable us yes. so that we can afford to be the individuals who are going to make these types of moves. That's right. And yeah. I think we need to finance our politicians. So mm. if we're financing our politicians, then they know who they're serving. Right. So and then they don't need a Comcast check. they're serving check. the people yeah. who are funding. That's that's we right. can't that's be mad exactly because right. they actually are serving the, yeah. the, people, the people that are, are funding them. them. I, I yeah. believe a lot of our black politicians are taking care of Comcast and that's oh. the problem. And that's the reason why you can have your civil rights challenged oh. in the United States Supreme Court, because a lot of our black politicians have been bought and paid for. That's the bottom line. So we need to finance our black politicians so we fill that void so our black politicians are free to take care of our agenda and protect our communities. And that's the only way to do it. And you need to fix our school system, not just from college. I'm talking preschool. I'm yes, talking right. preschool. These kids need to be advanced. And now I want them two or three grades ahead. That's right. And you have to position them for success. And that's how you position them for success. And I need you to be able to have a home so you can borrow against that home or sell that home and get that kid where you need that child to be. And I need you to have access to business loans and equity so you can buy your businesses, grow your businesses, and employ people in your community. This is, that way we can stop the economic genocide and we can position all Americans to succeed. And that's when America will truly be great again. It's back. FabFitFun is here. The winter box is on sale now. You can go out right now and get it. You don't have to go anywhere, actually. You can just go on FabFitFun.com, use my coupon code, which is Karen, and get, get started shopping for yourself or someone else. This is the season to really do that. And I love FabFitFun because I never disappoint. I always send these boxes to people I love, including my mom. And this winter, you can choose from many different items. They have uh, full-size items for women, premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home wellness products, all there. You just fill out a little questionnaire so that they can tailor make the box and it comes right to the doorstep of the person that you're sending it to each season. There's no hassle of shopping and worrying about, oh, is this going to, are they going to like it? They're going to love it. All right. And I promise you, if you go right now, because you got to go right now, it sells out really fast. And I remember the last box I got from my mom. She was overjoyed because I got some wine glasses for she and her husband and a bunch of other stuff, like a blanket for them to do a picnic. And there was a kimono in there. So she can get anyway, you can go check it out for yourself. Let me tell you, this is an amazing product, Fab Fit Fun. And if you go right now, forty nine ninety nine. The box is more than $200 in value. $49.99 at fabfitfun.com. Use my coupon code, this is Karen. Seasonal subscription box, full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products at fabfitfun.com. 
coupon code this is Karen. Ten dollars off your first box, and it retails forty nine ninety nine, valued over two hundred dollars. Check it out. All right, we're gonna go to the phones. Byron Allen, let's go to Ranger in Maryland. You're on. Ranger, Hello. turn your radio down. I just turned it off. Okay. No, you, we can hear you. No, we can't. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes. I can hear you. Byron and Karen and everybody else there. I like you guys because of your passion. You're relieved to fight, but not because of the money, but because of the principle that changes things. And that's what really makes a difference in life is the change that you stand up for. And I only ran across the message about the, the case that you had about three or four days ago. But since that time, I've emailed every damn body I could think of, excuse the expression, about this because this is absurd for someone to do. I have a southern drawl, so I may not pronounce my words like you guys, but I want you to know that I do understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hell to do what you do. The difference is that you have money. For, to do what I do without the money, it, it's extremely difficult. I have a 30-year-old case that they're trying to bring back that the judge made a mistake and everybody else, the judge is no longer there, and yet they still want me to pay money. It's crazy. That's economic economic genocide. That's economic genocide. They're just trying to squeeze you out. Remember what I said? They kill you in the schoolroom, kill you in the boardroom, and kill you in the courtroom long before you bleed to death in the streets. That's just economic genocide. If the Supreme Court were to rule erroneously, as they have done yes. many, many times. <laughs> this mm-hmm. Supreme Court. This Supreme Court uh, and, and the institution of the court, <laughs> like go, going back, um, they typically are not necessarily where we can find uh, long-term freedom. How do black people respond? If this civil rights law is essentially eviscerated the way Comcast and, and Charter are gunning for, what's then? I think all minorities are going to be very upset, and I think a lot of people are going to be held accountable at a level they cannot imagine. Mm. I think is there people- a recourse? So I've posited, you know, we're in a nation that has never looked out for black concerns and black power or black advancement. If we, we spend X amount of dollars annually, if we poured those monies into those dollars into our community, built our communities, built our businesses, circulated that dollar, built our own schools, done the things that other communities do that don't vote Mm -hmm. because they don't have to because economically they've created a power structure within their community. And we have resources. Apparently, they can't seem to do anything without our talent. That's right. Can we use our power differently? Absolutely. You have an an enormous amount of power. You have an enormous amount of, of votes. You have an enormous amount of capital. And they need it. I mean, look, at the end of the day, the civil rights movement, we didn't get there singing uh, Negro spirituals. Mm. We got there because we stayed off the buses for over a year and they were about the buses were about to go uh, bankrupt. And they said, OK, you can sit where you need to sit because I need your money. Now, the, what if we had sat on our own bus line? You, you would have built you would have built your own wealth yeah. and you will continue yeah. to do that. I mean, look, when you know, Comcast is making a huge mistake. They've upset a lot of people. There are people in D.C. who are now working really hard to start the process of trying to break Comcast up mm. because of this. They want to break Comcast up because they believe Comcast has too much power. And this is anti-competitive. And it's anti. It's, com- it's, 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 it's a way, and, and that's important because when you have mergers like the one that they had, 
there has to be guarantees that there's not going to be any anti-competitive effects in the market. Those when I worked for the Justice the Department and I trust that was the main thing that we did. We That's had right. to go out and talk to the consumers, talk to the end users and find out how, if these companies come together and join their power, how is that going to impact you positively or negatively? That's and right. what you're, this is a classic example of the negative impacts of that type of power grab. Um, I would love to see that happen. Inquiry. Yeah, well, the, the, well, I can tell you there's some serious, the, Comcast has, they have no clue how upset people are and they're starting they're going to start to see it because people are working real hard to break them up and what comcast forgets most of their money comes from the black community right for you to be the well well, no because if you're the number one cable provider in america you mathematically can't get there without hooking up all the black cities. Right. And the no, reason they... Have, no, but right. black people over-index in watching, too. Absolutely. We over-index more you, than any other community. You're we absolutely do. right. But I'm saying, because, but but we're paying individually, as African-Americans, 2500 bucks a, a home. We pay billions and billions of dollars to Comcast because they have all the black cities hooked up. And the reason they have all the black cities is because our African-American entrepreneurs were awarded the cable systems in their neighborhood, Mm. but didn't have access to Mm. capital to physically lay the cable down to the home. So they had to sell the cable systems to their well-funded white uh, counterparts. And that's how companies like Comcast ended up with our cable systems to begin with Mm. because we didn't have access to capital. So it doesn't surprise me that you want to go into the Supreme Court to make sure we continue to have no way to have access to capital because your wealth was built on the fact that we, as African Americans, didn't end up owning our cable systems in our own neighborhoods. And we pay you probably $20 billion a year in annual cable subscriptions. So once again, we are the capital. Once again, we are the the reason you exist, Mm. Comcast. Mm. Mm. And I tell you, if you you, you keep poking people in the eye, they're going to remind you of that. Yes. What's the recourse? What is there another outlet for us? How do we navigate? So what else? I mean, you got got the Weather Channel. You got are you are you do you have a competitive alternative to Comcast? Yeah, I mean, yes. Look, I mean, we're not in. Look, you know, we want to grow Comcast business. We want to grow Charter's business. We don't want honestly I don't want to see them broken up I don't want to see people boycott them I want to grow them we want to show we're of service and we provide value so we but what we're saying to them is you have to be respectful mm-hmm. you, you know respect us the way we respect you and and you see what they don't want to do they keep propping up certain black people that right, they say that, say, right. that they have cable networks right. with but here's what happens when we go into the courtroom we are able to say hey Comcast how much money do you spend licensing cable networks mm. and they're going to say 11 billion dollars and then you're going to say hey Comcast you know these black people you keep propping up that you say you're doing business with how much do you pay them in sub fees and they're going to say well that one we pay zero mm. so out of 11 billion dollars you're telling me that one doesn't get any sub fees and the other one gets like 5 million bucks out of 11 billion we're not talking about having networks we're talking about having economic inclusion okay mm. so if people if there were several groups for example who yeah. went to charter and comcast with a whole team well charter said they don't negotiate with terrorists but okay. go ahead i'm listening mm-hmm. okay go ahead well, <laughs> and, and were to get and ask for something mm-hmm. they should ask for sub fees mm-hmm. yeah. and they should ask for economic inclusion okay. full distribution and, and if sub- they were to give this mm-hmm. what's your response
So you're going to brush your teeth twice a day anyway. You might as well use the best toothbrush on the market. And quick toothbrush is not the best because of how it looks. It looks great, by the way. It's a sexy toothbrush. It's great to travel with. But it's the best toothbrush because it was literally designed by a dentist, dentist and product designers. And they put a built-in timer in, two-minute timer, because that's how long the dentist recommends you're supposed to brush your teeth. And every quip comes with... New brush heads every three months delivered right to your door. Now they kicked it up a notch. They're even adding in floss with a pre-lined, pre-marked string to help you use just the right amount of floss and toothpaste refills along with the brush head every three months so your routine is always correct. Three million people are using Quip, including me. And starting at $25, you go to getquip.com slash KH right now, and your first refill is free, plus free shipping. Did I mention that? Nope. Getquip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P.com slash KH, and your first refill is free. Oh, we would. I would settle up. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would settle up. That you treat me like you treat any okay. business person on planet Earth. We would settle up. I'm, I've been saying, get to the table. Time to settle up. Mm. But that white supremacy is how dare you. Yeah. I'm, you don't tell me what to do. And what we need to think about is now that it's gone this far, this has already planted a seed into the minds of other corporate entities. Yes, so even if they they're not able, if what they're able to get away, so even if you were to settle, we should be as a community prepared for the next round of businesses that are going to try this same track. Mm-hmm. I, because now that the idea is planted, a lot of times these are just weather balloons. Just right. tra- put it out Listen, there, try a balloon to see the, what can the, happen. I, I can honestly say to you, the greatest trade deficit on planet Earth mm. is, the, is the trade deficit between America and black America. Mm. It's yeah. the greatest trade deficit on planet Earth. Unless you count the trade deficit we have with ourselves. Unless you, I'm, yeah, I'm just talking yeah. about just the economic yeah. trade. Yeah. Where if you look at, if you go across the entire ecosystem, yeah. uh, African Americans, we are not participating in the economic financial system in America in any industry. Yeah, we anywhere. drive. Mm. Yeah, we drive every industry. But we're not. A, yes, we and drive we're not, every industry. Like, we're, like mules. Yeah. Because uh, mules drive a carriage. So be, uh, being a part on, of the Marie. I'm just saying, but, like, but, but like driving and fo- owning aren't the same. This is the fourth sure. and final chapter. And this is what this is the reason they killed Martin Luther what, King. What they about killed Africa? him. They killed him. I don't know anything about Africa. I mean, my money's right here in America. I was born in Detroit, Michigan. I want my money right here in America. And Africa's great. And I think it's wonderful. I just don't know anything about Africa in terms of making money. But our money's right here. We and by the way, there's over twenty trillion dollars out there looking for entrepreneurs and people who can give them back their money and give them a return. This is us dealing with the fourth and final chapter, the real reason why they killed Martin Luther King, because he was speaking out for poor white people. Yeah, He was speaking out for poor white people, and they killed him where he started because you can't have mm-hmm. super rich without super poor. Mm-hmm. Right. But I believe that you should have balance mm. even ba- Henry Ford understood that this is actually the humanity of that makes us a better country yeah. a much better country and I need I think it's a threat to national security not to have every American fully engaged and educated you the weather channel is having a climate um summit with yes. the candidates yes Thursday yeah uh Thursday night thank you 20 uh, 20 uh 20 ra- uh, 2020 race for uh to save the planet 2020 mm. race to save the planet and it's interesting because since my ownership I've owned it a year and a half we've uh we won our first Emmy we have achieved our <laughs> highest rating since 2012 I got us back on Verizon files 
And this is the first time we've ever done something that was political. Mm. And uh, my staff said, well, this is political. I said, it's not really political, if you really think about it. I said, listen, as the owner of the Weather Channel, we're dealing with climate change. We have 417 consecutive months of record-breaking uh, heat. We need to speak about it. And if somebody wants to be president of the United States, you need to tell me. That's right what you're going to do to stop what's going on and to reverse it and make it better because it is a threat to all of us just ask the dinosaurs mother nature <laughs> is not messing around not mother nature will with. wipe us out and what people don't understand they hear climate change and climate but you don't understand we'll, it will wipe out our food supply it will yeah. wipe out our medical supply uh, people who are, are who are stretching financially they will get obliviated because costs will go up it's going to create weather refugees that's right because you know hurricane already is, already yeah. is. hurricane yeah. dorian didn't have to hang over the bahamas if hurricane dorian and if it just hung over a major city in the united states yeah. where were all those people going to do right. and it, where were they going to go and then when you push people across borders that's then right. you create wars and then you have genocide right. you're going to see mother nature weigh in on us that's going to wipe out billions of people on this planet and we need to stop and we need to have a real conversation about it and we need to address it. Mother Nature doesn't play games. We're going to die. Let me be really clear about <laughs> that. We're going to die. You're going to starve to death. You're going to run out of water. You're not going to be able to afford anything other than a bowl of dirt. You have to pay attention to the climate. You can't say, wow, look at this. It's 117 degrees. So what, are you just going to die of a heat stroke at 127? You have to address mm -hmm. it. And we mm -hmm. got to clean this planet up. And, or the planet will flush us out. And, and then over. and start yeah, over right. and yeah, heal that's right. itself. That's yeah. right. And we're we're in the, we're starting to get flushed out. Mm. So one of the reasons I bought the Weather Channel is so I can control the narrative and now. get people to really look at how do we save ourselves. And so you know, look, you've got AT and T owns CNN. You've got you know Comcast owns CNBC. You've got uh, News Corp owns Fox News. And I, as an individual, an independent, who happens to own the Griot happens to be African-American. I'm an independent, not a giant corporation. I own the Weather Channel. And that's key because I want human beings to lean in, pay attention, and demand that our politicians fix this. And not only that, we do it ourselves. Mm. Lead us up to buying the Weather Channel. When, yeah. did you, when did you know that opportunity was going to present itself? You know, I had a, a you know I had a guy who came to me. He 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 was the CEO of a of a company that satellites my networks. I have ten cable networks, and at the time I had seven or eight. Uh, and he said, "Listen, can we have dinner?" I said, "Sure." And we go to dinner. He says, "You know what? Before I became the CEO of this company that satellites twenty four hour networks." I was the chief operating officer of the Weather Channel, and you should buy the Weather Channel. I think you're really smart, the way you operate, the way you think, you're very different. It would be great. The people who own it don't want to own it anymore. And you don't think about the weather, Byron, because you live in L.A. and it's always 80 degrees and sunny. <laughs> but Until he, there's fire. He, right. And then he says, you know, it's a big business. And this thing, these guys are taking like two, three hundred million dollars a year in dividend checks and paying themselves like crazy and blah, blah, blah. And I talked about it. And I said, you know what? It's, it sounds like a good idea. And I got into it. And I said, I, I happened to know the people who owned it. And I called up and I said, I want to own the Weather Channel. And they put me in the process. We got into a bidding war. I won the bid. And everybody was surprised that I had won I the know. bid. Uh, you know, they had given me the they had given me the Weather Channel for forty one million dollars cheaper 
I had it the day before. I had it the week, the weekend before, the week before, $41 million cheaper. And they said to me, well, we're going to send you the paperwork confirming it. And then on Monday or Tuesday, they said, oh, a couple we got, of, another, we got two, two other offers wow. came in over the weekend. Mm. And I said, well, you had already told me I got it for like 41. I, I got it for this price. Bo- right? so, you. so they said, no, we don't care what we told you. It's jump ball. I said, jump off. I said, all right. So then I was in, a, and they said, and they even said to me, we know you're probably so pissed off that you're not going to participate mm. in the bidding process anymore. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm really pissed off, but I am going to participate. So I'm beyond that. You know, business is a contact sport. You know, we're natural athletes. I'm like, this is just a contact sport. I'm over that. Let's get, let's get back on the field, get in the huddle, and let's run another play. But I don't. I'm not sitting on the bench. So they said okay, and they said to me, they said to me, you got to get your bid in by 11 a.m. I said, well, my two competitors are on the East Coast. Mm. That's two o'clock for them. So, I, well, you got me at 11 a.m. I said, and by the way, he sent the email at like six in the morning. Mm. So I said, my people are not even awake. So because they sent the email at six in the morning and said everybody's bids got to be in at 11 and I don't sleep anyway. So I was reading my emails and I said, really? And I said, my, I said, that's not fair. But anyway, I said, fine, no problem. At 1059, I hit send and I put another four and I just leaned back in my chair and I said, how much money do I need to pay? How much more than my last bid do I need to pay so I can beat these other knuckleheads? Because I had told them, I said, tell my competitors that I'm gonna knock them into the cheap seats. That was the last thing I said, right? And something I said 41. I said okay, and I added 40. It's 41. Or something. I was about to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, something said 41. I don't even know how. I said I put 41 million more than the previous bid, and I sent it through, and I knew something was up because they called me up. They go, "Are we reading this right?" I go, "What are you reading?" And they said the number, and he was like, it's 41 million more than the last one." I go, "Yeah, that's right." They go, okay, we'll call you back. I go, did I get it? Well, we'll call you back, right? Boom. Anyway, they ended up saying, you got it. So after I got it, I said, how much more was I than the guy before me? And he said, 10 million bucks. Wow. He goes, you beat him by 10 million. And I said, that's perfect. Uh, that's worth it. The Weather Channel and the second highest bid was 10. I said, thank you. I'm real happy. And it's great because it's the best weather news uh, platform Mm. out there. No close second. We're in partnership here at Sirius. That's right. We're in partnership here. And when we had Hurricane Dorian, uh, 500 uh, adults, 25 to 54, 517,000 people watched us on Hurricane Dorian. Fox News had like 220,000. CNN had like 225,000. Fox and CNN combined, combined, didn't equal, didn't equal. The Weather Channel, not even you are on them numbers. What? <laughs> uh, That's a message. Arctic Dogs. Yeah, that did, that didn't do All so right. well, but go yeah. see it. No, but, yeah. <laughs> my so, animated movie, yes. Arctic Dogs. Heidi Klum, Angelica Houston, John Cleese, Alec Baldwin cost you fifty million dollars to make. Made, I didn't make the movie. I didn't make the your, movie. It's your company, though. We acquired the movie. It was financed okay. by international buyers. We okay. acquired the movie. I didn't I pay. It was anyone. a good movie. So I was going to ask you if there were some shenanigans. With people not going to see it. No, 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 okay. no shenanigans. Okay. It was just uh, we didn't do a good job of, of getting, it, get, yeah. getting it done because, yeah. you know, it just, you know, animated space is a tough space. I mean, mm. Disney owns that space. Mm-hmm. You know, parents want to so see So why'd you do this? I'm looking, I'm always trying new things. Okay. And by the way, I'm not afraid of failure. I mean, you know, don't be afraid of failure. Failure for me is not trying. Mm. Failure is not getting knocked down. I don't mind getting knocked down because I'm always going to get up. 
but you got to try. I don't want to look at my life and go, I wish I had tried. You must always try. And failure, or I don't call it setbacks, setbacks, that's nothing more than progress. Mm. We try. My, one of my favorite little stories, somebody said to Thomas Edison, oh my God, you're never going to finish the light bulb. You've tried 10,000 ways to come up with the light bulb. And Thomas Edison said, you are absolutely wrong. Let me yeah. go get a Negro. No, no. no <laughs> hey, Louis. No, yeah. Louis Latimer. Latimer, come on in here. You know what he said? He said, I know 10,000 ways that won't work. Mm. That's right. So you just keep doing it. You keep trying. So look, if we put out another animated movie, we know what to do and we know what not to do. So we did what opening weekend. We did about three point one million, and uh, that's one of those things where you know I'll probably lose about fifteen million on that one. And you just learn when you lose fifteen million on something, you get better the next time. Things. You get you get better the next time. We'll mm -hmm. figure that out. So I'm not gonna lose any sleep over that. Jerry and Marilyn, welcome to the Karen Hunter Show. You're on with Byron Allen, Larry Favors. Hey, Jerry. Hey, guys, how y'all doing? Good. Turn your hey. radio down. Okay. It's all. Oh, okay, Sorry good. about that, oh, good, but I'm Karen, long-time listener, first-time caller. Yay! Um, my comment is for Byron. Um, I just had a – I worked for Comcast, and I had a customer of mine reach out to me yesterday with an article about the case. Um, my question for you is, what can I do as an internal employee – um, to help you with your case? Um, how can I pass the information along to my coworkers, or what can I do? You know, first of all, keep your job. That's the first yeah, thing you can do. Say, don't get fired. <laughs> don't, Please don't, don't get fired. And, you know, and also, you can you can be truthful. You can say to upper management, I'm getting calls and I'm getting complaints mm. uh, about this, and it's very much in the community. And you don't have to take a position, in my opinion. You don't have to say, I, just say, these calls are coming in, people are upset, people are concerned. If that's the case, you're just communicating the truth. And I think it's very important to always just communicate the truth. Here's those the calls matter. So they if, do if, matter. If, if subscribers are calling yep. and you're taking the calls, yep. you must tell because those calls matter. It matter to politicians yep. and they matter to companies. That's so right. they it, it should be that people who are listening who have been so moved by this conversation might want to pick up the phone and call Comcast and uh, let them know how they're feeling. Yes, yeah, call, call, call okay. Brian Roberts and mm. call David Cohen at Comcast and say, please don't challenge our civil rights. That's right. You know, call. Call Tom Rutledge at Charter. Please and put our civil rights ahead of your bottom line. That's exactly right. <laughs> please, please don't challenge our civil rights. Right. You know, please. Be, he was saying, this is the verbiage. Yeah. Yeah. We need to be consistent yeah. with the verbiage, no, too. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Please right. don't challenge our, our civil rights you know that's you know it's important to us don't challenge it in a donald trump era he has every right are you getting the calls from are you on the phones and you're getting the calls from consumers no so i'm on the business side i sell um door to door to small businesses and the customer customer that told me about it he's a black business owner mm. he has about four accounts with it so this really i mean when he told me about it he was pissed off re almost mm. ready to cancel Good. his account with us because yeah. of this, yeah. Yeah, well, you need to, you know, just tell your upper management. I can assure you if we, if we, if our civil rights get rolled back, he is going to probably cancel you. So, and, and a lot more folks. Yeah. Because if it, when it happens, it's going to be like, if it happens, God forbid, it's going to be like an explosion. And I, we're not here to to roll anybody back. We just want to say, get to the table and do business with us the way we do business with you. We want to grow your business and be of value to you. We're not, we, we want Comcast to be better. We want Charter to be better. 
I mean, you know, when I sued Charter, what I said is you have a board of directors with 11 white guys, mm. 11 white guys. You don't even have a woman on your board, someone who represents 60 percent of the global population. I'm not the bad guy because I pointed that out, mm. let alone you don't have an African-American and you don't have someone that's Hispanic and on and on. And on. They've since addressed that. But you've addressed it because I brought it to your attention. Mm -hmm. And I didn't bring it to your attention in a way to hurt you or to attack you. I brought it to your attention to make us better. Mm. We can bring value to you. Elections, I want to talk about that a little bit. Virginia, Democrats cleaned house yep. in Virginia. So yeah. Grabbed full control of the state government. Uh, maybe women's equal rights can get passed because it was maybe. down to the last House or yep. the Senate in Virginia that voted no. Now they have everything. My my man Qasem uh, Rashid did not win, but Virginia won as a whole. Kentucky, mm. where Donald Trump said if um, Bevin, uh, who was the governor, Matt Bevin, if he lost, they're going to say Trump suffered the greatest defeat in the history of the world. You can't let that happen to me. Well, it happened. <laughs> there it is. Matt Bevin <laughs> upset Attorney General Andy Bashir. Yep. Uh, but Trump also took four out of five, five out of six uh, Republican uh, seats um, in Kentucky, but lost the one thing that he said uh, they would say, yeah, you're a failure, dude. Um, and uh, Andy Bashir, his platform, he wants a new state board of education and mm. he wants to restore voting rights for about 140,000 convicted felons now. who are disenfranchised under state law. So he's there Great. doing the most. And this is a state, Kentucky, that Trump won by 30 points in 2016, mm. the people that he backed. So um, and Bevin heavily backed Trump. So there's that also um, Houston. Oh, but also in, in Kentucky, Daniel Cameron. This goes under the category yeah. all skin folk and kin folk, possibly. Mm. He's a former University of Louisville football player, first Republican elected uh, to office since World War II. Uh, he's also the first black attorney general in the state of Kentucky, first. And he's the second elected official in Kentucky uh, following the lieutenant governor, who is Janine Hampton. Uh, so that's interesting. I'm looking forward to seeing what his platform is. I didn't, uh, he was under my radar. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. In our, I mean, he's, he's Republican yeah. in Kentucky. Yeah. Now, and not party of Lincoln Republican. No, and not blackface, actually. Okay. Maybe blackface. Not I'm not sure. But you know, sometimes black folk in those positions under that yoke tend to be probably more egregious sometimes. They're like the bigger longs in the Harriet movie. They are the They usually yeah. are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah. shout out to Houston. They're gonna have a runoff for mayor, the incumbent Sylvester Turner. Uh he faced eleven challengers and it came down to Tony Busby and they're gonna have a runoff. Um soon so mm. there's that and also since you were talking about Kamala Harris who's the first to put your uh, Byron Allen put put uh, your amicus what is it called amicus brief amicus brief mm -hmm. uh, friend of the court yep friend of the court she introduced a new bill uh, that would extend the school day from 8am to 6pm I think this is really good it's a pilot program it's going to give uh, money to 500 schools serving a high proportion of of course kids in low, lower incomes and the uh, the adjustment will not impact teachers they will not have to work longer hours for less pay um, as many teachers around the country are doing right now. So it's going to uh, help out a lot of parents, I think, to have their Absolutely. kids in school till yeah. 6 o'clock. She should, you know, listen, she, in my humble opinion, she definitely is somebody who everybody should be leaning in on as well and could be and the next president of the United States and honestly should be. And she would do a great job. Uh, when you're talking about doing school from and you're eight, in California. I'm in California. You're in her state. Yeah, when you're talking about, look, if you if you ask me, these kids should be in school Monday through Saturday. 8A to 6P, and we should be feeding them breakfast, lunch, and dinner, 
And if the support is needed, we can provide after-school program up to 8P because you have single parents working multiple jobs. And while you're working the jobs, we don't want these kids out on the street That's right. because they're going to get into trouble. They're going to get pregnant. They're going to get into violence. They're going to get into drug dealing. Whatever it is, we need to take their minds and we need to educate them and position them for success. And I'm a big believer in 8A to 6P because at the end of the day, it's antiquated. The reason why kids get out of school at 3 o'clock is so they were supposed right. to get back to the farm so they can go milk the cows and collect eggs. Right. Well, no, none of these kids are getting back to a farm, so we need to now keep them in school. That's and the other university model. Yeah, and that's the community model. One of the uh, At Boys and Girls High School in Brooklyn, um, under the leadership of folks like Stan Kennard, may he rest in peace. Um, and but, Frank Mickens. And Frank Mickens. Yeah, all right. Now, you know, you, you know your New York City. education. That's it. But like what they, they're envisioning is the community model. So where it's open that extended time, and then the parents can come in. There can be programs for parents. So if you That's need right. help with your resume, you need help with how to interview, you That's need right. how to type, how to whatever skills that may be necessary for you, providing courses for them, providing dental care in the schools. There's That's a school research and services in that building right now. They have a grocery store because they have a lot of students who are temporary housed. You can go in once a week, take 10 of bulk items, like Costco-sized items, take them home, providing services for people at the school because that is a so the, the locus of, of, of focus. That's the locus of focus. That's the that central lot. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, for the entire community. So it's a community university model that is really fundamentally grounded in us being able to do for ourselves. Position people to yeah. succeed. succeed. And change the rules if you got to. Oh, Keep oh, we have open. to change the That's rules. It. That's yeah, it. Roger King, take that maximum bet 15000 off the table. That's change it. the rules. That's it. And we have to change them up because it's not working. The system's broken. Exactly. Can we work together? And So here's the thing. We, I haven't always agreed. We don't always agree. I have people in all the time to have these arguments so that we can suss it out. But there seems to be such a resistance to facts and knowledge and people <laughs> hunker down and they want their opinion, you know, and if you don't agree with them, then you're a sellout and this and this and that. And I just think it's so counterproductive. What you're saying, vote, yes. get engaged, do these things. Why is it so hard? Are you are you watching all of this play out in our public discourse? Yeah, listen, I think it's something that it's efficient. People are going to do it. People have to do it as a matter of survival. You know, so you're saying eventually you just wait them out? You, well, it doesn't <laughs> wait them out, but people are frustrated and people want to know what to do. You, look, here's what I say. It's UIC, Unity in the Community, and CTA, Call to Action. So you achieve your UIC, and I think we have it, and that CP, CTA, Call to Action, is to lean in. You know, lean in on education, lean in on your elected uh, you know, representatives and say, here's my ask. You got to make sure I get access to capital. You have to make sure you fix my education. You have to make sure that I'm a part of the economic fiber in America. This is the fourth and final chapter and you have to address it. And I'm not interested in being the the unicorn, the successful mm. African-American businessman that owns businesses that are, you know, legacy businesses like the Weather Channel. I want to see lots of people. I want to see all Americans have this opportunity, especially African-Americans, the furthest left behind, because that makes a stronger America. I want to reach across the table and say, hey, we could do this together, that together. I want that success begets success. Mm. So I want you to succeed yeah. because your success will help my success. We become each other's foundation. Ubuntu, and that's why I want. I am because we are. That's, that's right. very African principle grounded. That's yes. it. And I, yeah. so I want to I just want to tell you, look, this is what worked for me. It may work for you. I want you to succeed. God wants you to succeed. We want you to be your best because you being your best, that's our best.